Sega. Man, that, that's going to be like the shortest trailer we've ever played, man. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to Platforms, episode 32. 32? Oh, you got it right. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, it seems I wrote it at the top of the page. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I'm so glad you do that, because without it, I'd just be standing here. I, I actually I, forgot I to put it on the show notes today, and then at the last minute I wrote it on a pen, because I thought, no, 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 I can't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like to bring up to Wolvie Boy talking about the trailer and that Sega copied the music from every Sonic game ever. Afterburner has been out for quite some time. Yeah, I would say Sonic copied the music from Afterburner. Yeah. So just, yeah. just putting that out there. Uh, I seem to have gone dead in my right Me speaker. too. Funnily that. That's, that's weird. Oh, oh now. Wait, really? Wait, Are you guys wait, getting... Wait, now I'm getting that. I fixed it. Now oh. I've lost the left. Now, now you've lost me. I fixed Wow, me. what a great way to start the show. <laughs> hey, we've got technical difficulties. Ah, and look, fuck. We're, hey, look. We're in mono anyway. Deal yeah. with it. <laughs> Dude, the honest truth of the matter is, uh, either way, at least we got video going out. Damn straight. <laughs> Which is better than we've had for the last few weeks. Um, hi guys. plagiarism is the best kind of plagiarism. Well said, Nacho. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Well, welcome to Platforms. Uh, if you haven't been here before, we are a games podcast. What's the difference between us and other games podcasts? Uh, Dave Kaziki is uh, one of them. He's uh, abusive, loud, and uh, likes to vent his mind in the uh, most inappropriate way he possibly can. Is that a pretty good, pretty good summary of you? Thanks, thanks for painting such a wonderful picture to all the gamer ladies out there. Well, um, they've they got to know what they're in for, dude. Oh, they know what they're in for. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, of course, of course, uh, my vanilla co-host, <laughs> the, uh, the Kiwi... With the least, keep it uh, coming. I've got nothing. Really. You got nothing. You got I nothing. Have That's absolutely. It, really? <laughs> that was all off the. Uh, I was. I was not really prepared for any of this shit, <laughs> as opposed to the preparation I put into every show. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, Josh one, Dave zero, Nachos negative ten, never on the show again. Um, <laughs> you actually still haven't said his name yet, Joshua yeah. Philpot. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. So we are the two co-hosts, and we are here to give you guys a show. Um, we, uh, of course, it's me. Uh, it's Dave. It's also Dave M behind hey, the camera. He is the guy Bearderson, running everything. Jon Bearderson, Jon Peter Jackson. Yeah. However, you just put up David McVeigh. That's me. Oh, I want that. I want. Oh, I didn't realize you did. AKA Beardy. <laughs> pa- Paley McWhitebread from uh, Nacho's. Uh, not Nacho's. Wolfie Paley Boy. McWhitebread. Yeah, I don't know if that was directed at you or I me. I think that was probably at me. Yeah. It's probably me. Um, uh, and of course, we have Shane monitoring the chat rooms, making sure that you guys behave, um, or at least. Uh, attempts to make sure that you behave if before you... he takes his mighty hammer draw near and uh, smites Loki <laughs> <laughs> or puts a timeout on you but where you know it depends either way I can uh, still talk you can, you can. Oh, you mean time out on me personally? Or no, no, people? just time out on, on people then. in the chat room. Wow, we are just like we're just we're Jeez. just everywhere. Okay, uh, bringing jo- it back, Josh, bringing Josh, it back. Josh. Yes, happy now. There we go, a.k.a. Beardy. <laughs> hey! So yes, Beardy McVeigh, uh, me, Dave, and Shane are here to give you guys a show. So we're going to start by a little section that we call What Have We Been Playing? I'm going to start this week. <laughs> in sorry, the- sorry, Wolfie Boy in the chat room just said, 
God, Shane is so loud in that picture. (laughs) (laughs) For anyone that knows Shane, Shane is very quiet. Now, we're going to start in a completely different order and go, Davian, what have you been playing this week? (gasps) Bad Company 2. Jesus. Bad Company 2. Bad Company 2. Just for that. Look, my son and I actually put in... Oh, man. Wow. (laughs) That's what you get. My son and I also put in an hour or so on the demo of Split Second. Awesome fun. Uh, You know, we had a lot of fun with that. He had a little bit of trouble with the controls on it at first, but, uh, you know, we we got got the hang of it. It was a lot of fun. It is Michael Bay-tastic. I brought down a building, (laughs) so I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah, I I imagine that that is a good way to start. And, you know, I've been playing an awful lot of Battlefield Bad Company 2, just trying to catch up. Yeah, no, so, and you're doing a reasonable job. You're I'm actually starting to push through some missions. You're not. Stuck I brought down the, the goddamn helicopter. That's all. I'm yeah. <laughs> it's a great yeah, can I tell you that is a cunt of a level for <laughs> anybody? I don't care who you are. That I, I, I is this the satellite level? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it took me like eight thousand rockets to put that fucking thing down. And I was <laughs> it just took like, me about eight thousand tries. I kept failing, and then finally I got the thing down. But I actually found that the most fun part of that level was actually the beginning part when uh, I just literally got up and. To a rooftop and sat there with a sniper rifle taking out everybody in town. So. You see, I, I jumped onto the Humvee and then jumped onto the back and made the towers come down to the ground <laughs> with the, with the oh, grenade yeah. launcher. I was like, oh, you're in a tower with a sniper rifle. I have a grenade launcher, bitch. Kabamu! <laughs> so, yes, no, that's, that's pretty much been my gaming for this week. Yeah. Trying All to right. catch up on Bad Company. So. All right, cool. Shane, what have you been playing this week? Battlefield. Shane's Shane has Battlefield. been raping Battlefield lately. He has actually been on it like almost every time I get home, and he's actually at the house. So yeah, well, good on oh, you. Look, and Bagmob in the chat room said four rocket stops. Yes, when I finally hit the fucking thing, yeah, I, got exactly. it, I brought it down yeah. in two. Bagmob, you're but... not. Th- this whole room is not necessarily quite as good as you because I have seen you with the rocket launcher, and you're a lot more. Actually, aggressive it actually than... only took two. I think three rocket stops to actually get it. It's yeah. hitting the thing. <laughs> So, Dave, what have you been playing this week, man? Uh, massive surprise to everyone. Battlefield Bad Company 2. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yes, Never yes. Seen uh, I hit, hit uh, level 27. I'm about halfway through that now. I'm actually running out of pins and badges. I'm starting to get a little bit concerned. <laughs> with. Um, I'm like, how the fuck am I going to level up my character? Though I have had um, a lot of mega high-ranked people uh, I've come up against. Uh, a couple of level 50s, uh, which is ba- like basically, I have no life, I am the comic book guy, and I am playing the thing with Battlefield when I'm not playing World of Warcraft. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's been difficult. It's mm. been trying. I have played a lot of uh, this week's game, uh, Afterburner which, uh, Climax, which has brought back many, many arcadey memories. Look, mm-hmm. I'm putting together the show for today digging up all the video, all I can think is I am going to go buy the two games you guys are talking about. Dude, you should. Like, they are, they are absolute retro classics and four comments for Pop Shot in the chat room, shut the fuck up. Um, because if you want to start with me, it's been a few weeks and believe me, I don't mind bringing the thunder. Um, and uh, what about yourself? Uh, me, I've been uh, playing both of the games that we were reviewing at the end of the show, which is, of course, Afterburner and Final Fight. Um, I've also put in uh, qu- quite a bit of time into Monster Hunter. I have now officially beat the first what you would call boss creature in the game, and I must admit, it brought back memories. Mm. It was nice to actually finally get to that stage where I was actually doing something as opposed to collecting shit off the ground. Um, you know, once you get to that stage, the game seems to pick up a bit, but we'll, of course, talk about that later. Um, and, of course, I have been playing a little bit of Battlefield, but nowhere near the level of these two. <laughs> 
um, I don't know what it is, man. I, I honestly can't stop. It's been. Um, I've had a lot of friends remark that uh, I don't usually get majorly invested in a game. Like I, well, obviously Borderlands. Yeah, I mean but <laughs> Borderlands and Warhawk for like the last what two years, like two mm. titles Mass that Effect I've gone. Men- yeah, but I only played it once, and oh, then okay. it was it. It wasn't like I went through <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, and again I'm, and I'm again. just stirring you, man. So. Um, <laughs> But you know, it's just one of those things that it's it's just there's something about this gameplay that is uh, incredibly. And I actually have to say, I played Conquest for the first time over the weekend, mm. and it is far superior to Rush. Dare I say it? Uh, <gasps> it is it, bigger maps uh, in general. It's oh. a lot of fun. And um, uh, just a just a hint: anyone who plays Engineer Anti Tank Mines, the rapening will begin. <laughs> um, no, it was it was really good. There seemed to be less faggot Modern Warfare Two campers. Like pop shot hanging out there, so um, uh, I would highly recommend uh, Conquest uh, before Onslaught starts, and Onslaught. then everyone stops playing online because it'll be nothing but full person squads. What does Onslaught cost? Is it a, is it a free add-on? Or no, it won't no, be free. No, but I'm one. sure it'll be something like ten or fifteen bucks. But it will be a complete yeah. new game mode. Which uh, look, I think it's going to be great because uh, it's tailor made for people like us who get sick and tired of douchebags who, you know, you have to deal with. So you can grab four of your mates and just sit there and play that nonstop all, all night long, yes. which is something I'm really looking forward to. There is uh, more information that uh, on an article which is on the website, which we will announce at the end of the day, uh, the end of the show, end of the day. Uh, <laughs> you can announce it now. Why no, 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 because no, I'm going to get a thing and everything for it. So we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back. Okay. Um, we're going to start out our news, uh, one for the PS3 owners out there. Um, if you haven't already been following, there is a game coming out uh, in the near future. Uh, by basically, if if you want to think about what this is, it's kind of like combining uh, Little Big Planet and Mario Kart and putting it into one game. And that very concept excites me. And uh, the name of the game is Modern uh, Modern Nation Races. Uh, it is hilariously good fun i saw this for the first time last year at e3 when they were showing it off Mm. um it was so cool and it was literally the editor for the levels was as easy and uh people will know this if they actually played the game as the far cry editor which was probably the easiest system i've ever used for making levels you could put together a really decent looking map in about probably two minutes and uh, this is very much the same. You're going to see a lot of content out there from a lot of different people, a lot of interesting ideas, a lot of new tracks. Um, and I think everyone should uh, definitely go out and have a look at it. If you have a PS3, the demo has just been announced and it will be dropped on the 25th. Dave, thoughts on the game? Um, I don't know too much about Mod Nation races, I'll be mm. honest with you. But yeah. um, look, it, it, anything that's going to bring something that's uh, on par with Mario Kart or something mm. along those lines. Uh, tremendous amount of fun, a lot of replayability. Uh, races seem to have gone by the wayside lately with everyone focusing on... Uh, Killing you know, each other. Yeah, basic, <laughs> basically with the big resurgence in uh, first-person shooters. And Hell, to be even honest, Mario's going uncooperative. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you've got that. And also, if you look at a lot of the first-person shooters coming out now and in the next perhaps 6 to 12 months, everything's going Western. Like, mm. Rage has got Western overtones. Fallout has got a real frontier feel about it. Yeah. There's a lot of that sort of slant, which tends to happen with gaming trends. Yeah. It's like one person doesn't, then everyone's like, hey, what a cool idea. We should steal it and do the exact same <sighs> fucking thing. So uh, it's, it's nice to see a little bit of uh, old-school arcade coming back into yeah. the fold. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, um, to, to answer the question in the chat room, yes, it's PS3 that the, uh, that the thing is coming out, not PSP. Uh, okay, uh, 
We have a lot of video this time. Uh, let me explain. The general theme throughout the show this week is kind of DLC, and uh, we will explain why later on in the show. But, uh, yeah, DLC uh, games, of course, both of our titles for this week's review are both DLC games. But uh, in doing so and looking for uh, videos and sort of knowledge on these actual games, I stumbled on across a whole sea of things that are coming out in the near future that are just really cool. Mm. And um, so this week, don't expect games and videos with a lot of great graphics in them or anything like that. This week is all about the coolest, most innovative games that are coming out of the next little while. I think it's more stylistic, you know, focusing on things that are treading their own path rather than uh, being uh, Modern Warfare 2 reskinned. So uh, something with a little bit of an imagination that lasts longer than a commercial. Very good. Thank you. Um, the first one that we're going to kick off uh, is actually the new Tomb Raider game. It is very different to anything you have seen, and we will talk about it more after we've shown the video. Dave, throw it up on screen. Unexpected. Straight off the cup, I'm just going to say that game looks freaking awesome. Um, as usual, all of the uh, links will be in a post which will go up on the website um, at the end of the show. They go up on the Geek Action one as well. Yes, exactly. So um, you guys can feel free to check that out. Um, the video uh, is really, really different to any other game. It really took me by surprise when Shane first uh, brought this to my attention. I kind of looked at it and went, really, another Lara Croft game? <laughs> uh, nah, dude, no. And then I actually sat down and I watched the video, and I have to say that that game looks fucking incredible. I- I'm a fan of anything that has the uh, the words Tomb Raider, Lara Croft, and Top Down mixed together. <laughs> um, I, think, I think that is definitely going to be made. Look, I, it, I, I saw this trailer, and I got really excited. It, it kind of... It's kind of that smash TV kind of gauntlet kind of uh, arcadiness with kind of big enemies and sort of the idea of circling but around staying Raider, mobile. And within yeah. the Tomb Raider environment. So exactly. But I think that the, the series is in desperate need of a reboot because yeah. even though, uh, what was the last one? Legend? Underworld. Underworld had um, up and down responses. Some people liked it, some people hated hmm. it. It was obvious that the series needs a drastic reskin. And this is, uh, I guess you could say, uh, Idos's way of testing the future out, uh, testing the waters, seeing what it's like. Hmm. Without investing uh, 
to be callous investing too much money yeah. into development because mm. it's a hell of a lot cheaper to do that than a full mm. 3D. It CD still looks very good for a DLC game. Absolutely. And um, it, it looks like it's going to be one of those kind of games that I will definitely devote a bit of time to, probably me and Shane I'll be, sitting I'll there be buying this as soon as running it's Running through and uh, playing two players. So, uh, and yeah. that's something you guys can look forward to, I'd say, on the show. There's going to be a lot more focus on not just huge titles and big name releases, mm. but... Retro classics, maybe beta tests and things like mm-hmm. that that are worthy of attention. Mm-hmm. We'll be getting a lot more detail. Well, look, I'm, yeah, I was so. a big fan of, and these are all PC titles, but I was a big fan of games like Dungeon Keeper and Diablo and uh, Crusader No Regret and Crusader No Remorse. Oh, yes. These are all fantastic games, and they're all that isometric 3D top-down mm. um, style game. I love that style of game, and to see mm. them put this into that mode, I sit there and go, oh, I'm in there. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm all for that completely. Yeah. So. No, uh, very, very excited about that. Um, that one looks awesome. Now, the next news story is... It's kind of DLC-related because it should have been. Um, <laughs> uh, look, let's just throw some screens up and we'll start talking about this. This is a video... Uh, these are new screenshots for uh, the Fallout game uh, that is coming out in New Vegas. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a super mutant. They're, they're in the last ones. And uh, we've got lots, lots of hills in That's the background. A and a thing. Oh, oh. There we go. It's a. Uh, oh wait, no, that that still kind of. It's a looks, guy shooting a statue with a bazooka. Kind of looks exactly the same as the last. No, no, it doesn't because. Um, oh, oh, there we go. Because the sky's not green. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Or ashen. So, yeah, there you go. That, so the environment is starting to clear now. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, no, actually, um, the the nukes did not go off uh, in Mojave. Uh, which is where the this is set in the Mojave Desert. So that's the uh, the explanation behind the blue skies. And They've never heard of like less. cloud drifting or like yeah, wind? I, <laughs> clouds <laughs> drift. Yeah, I can make up words like that too, <laughs> Beardy. Like yeah. do, do we do we have any more? Was no, there's only the three. There was four, but the fourth one was just a cut down of one of the other ones. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, I I have to say, uh, look, I mean, Fallout fans might like it. There might be some new weapons, but if that's the screens they're running with. <laughs> Nacho in your chat room wow. has just said, so it has nothing to do with Fallout then if they never got hit by nukes. <laughs> That's cool, actually. <laughs> That's a so it's point. called Non-Irradiated New Vegas. There you go. <laughs> uh, look, I said most of this last week on the show mm. when, when I had a look at it. I mean, the gameplay looks good um, if you like Fallout 3, which yeah. I don't. Um, I'm actually playing that at the moment. Josh loaned me a copy yeah. of it. I've been uh, I, I don't know. It, I'm just not a fan. I, I guess... I used to be hardcore RPG, and I'm just not. And to be honest, it it seems to have broken first-person shooter mechanics. It seems to be that really VATS is the best way to go, mm. and it forces you down that path. And it's like, why give you an option for a first-person shooter that you can't use? Mm. Yeah. You know, I want Look, something that, that's, that's I like the storyline to it, but it suffers from the same thing that I get from Oblivion, which is the start is always more interesting to me than sort of the half to three-quarter mark because I just start getting bored of the repetitive nature of the game mm. um i do really like fallout um let me let me staple that down right now um i do actually like fallout but the expansions got less and more and more worn on me because it got, became more and more of doing the same thing and it was like i had already struggled through the original game the idea of struggling through more content of the original game the ice thing was a nice breakup but there wasn't enough in it to actually really sort of incite me into the game the having the larger level cap and being able to continue the game was kind of cool until I went out into through you know the main part of the game and went wow it's 
lots more hills and walking. Um, <laughs> and that, that's where I started to get annoyed. So don't, don't get me wrong. It's not that I'm against the game. It's just that when I look at those screens, like, I mean, when Davis started telling me about the fact that it's more green and there's, and there's you know, the different color thing, in my mind, I just went to a different place. With that, that really isn't a different place. That wasn't well, where I was expecting. It, it, it kind of, they've been reinforcing this new front, American frontier feel. And it really does, like some of the first sections that we visited in the demo were like a Prospector's Saloon. And it really does have a ranch-style feeling about oh, nice. it in Texas and all of that. So mm. that aspect of it, you feel like, uh, I guess you could say a gunslinger or whatever else. It has that kind of vibe to it. Well, that's that's but, good. But, that, like, I mean, if you're going to release screenshots, try and do something with them. Like those. But, uh, the thing I found with Fallout 3 is what I've, I've only played a short amount of time. But I actually really like the story. I'm with you, Josh. I really like the story. I think visually it looks beautiful, mm-hmm. Fallout 3. But I, I kind of agree with Dave. I think the, the fighting mechanic is actually... The fighting mechanic is how I kind of felt about Mass Effect 1. Yeah, it's well... Kind the, of, it's just not... My only problem is if yeah. you're not playing it on PC, the first-person aiming, like the down-the-barrel mm. stuff, just never seems to work. No, because you take five <clears throat> shots and you realize you haven't even touched anyone. Yet. And exactly. you're sitting there going, why the fuck am I bothering with this, you know? And then you just vats it up again. And it's just like, well, I didn't want to play turn-based. Hmm, yeah. I wanted to play it as a first-person shooter and then kind of like if I got in trouble, then hit the vats. And it doesn't really give you uh, that sort of an option to it. Uh, even when I was watching the demo, it was the same shit hmm. and I was hoping that they would have tweaked that. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I said, it's still, <clears throat> it's still early days. It's first it hasn't It hasn't set me on fire hmm. enough to... Like, I started playing Mass Effect and it was a slow burn to get started on the first Mass Effect, but once you get into it, you just can't put it down. Yeah. And I haven't hit that point in Fallout 3 yet, you know? Yeah. I don't think you will. Uh, I mean, that's just me personally. Um, I I think that this is going to be massive fan service and mm. anyone who's looking for the new innovation, mm. you're going to get kind of like a, a, a half step up a rung. You know, yeah, right. they're, they're you, know, you, know you know the feeling I'm getting from it, Dave? Mm. Bioshock 2. Absolutely. That's the feeling Absolutely. I'm getting from it. I'm getting a really kind of that feeling. We will report more on it as it gets close to the date, and we will try to be as fair as we can on it. Look, it's Q4 this year, yep. so there's still there's still a lot of time to go, but, um, you know, it's uh, <laughs> nowhere near brink. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, look, the next one's a bit of fun. Um, this video came out, and I've been a bit umming and ahhing about this one kind of the entire time it's been coming because the idea of when you watch the original visuals of the game and then they come out and tell us that it's not going to be co-op, it just seemed a bit flawed in the fact that there were these two characters that they were really showing off and it was first person. It's really the era for co-op. But when you watch this game and you watch this trailer, you just sit there and go, Wow okay, this game is a lot more stylized than I thought it was. And um, if anybody hasn't checked this video out, this is the new video for Bulletstorm. You guys, um, if you are listening to this... Bulletstorm. If you are listening to this on the uh, the feed, or the download, um, go to the site right now and check this video out because this video is awesome. This, this looks is- seriously like fucking win man. yeah this is like as close as you can get to putting gears and serious sam together and this is kind of what you would get this is the new trailer for bullet storm
You know what? That sort of sadistic shit is the exact kind of way I'm going to play that game. Oh, fuck yeah. My God. Uh, Nachos Nachos was asking if that's uh, style kill information coming up on the screen. I certainly fucking hope so. Yeah. Uh, And and, and expect to be the screen littered with uh, more words than a a fucking dictionary when Nachos Nachos plays it. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Just like the more you look at that game, uh, it's just like it literally uh, just absolutely blows me away with the style of the way that you kill things. The way that they have portrayed the the first half of their PR, in my opinion, is completely wrong. We needed to know this stuff beforehand. We've seen all these beautiful visuals. We've seen these giant enemy, you know, sort of things. We've seen fighting their way through and shooting at stuff. We haven't seen any of the stylized aspect of this game, and this is what would have sold us on this idea. All you needed to do was show us that final scene, that last two <laughs> seconds of the poor guy lying there screaming in agony, and then just the guy standing over him with a large gun waiting. I just I, like I, that I like... you've got the foot sticking out, and it's just <laughs> like it's just like total first person, and then it like breaks that dimension, and it's just like. Jet League sidekick. I, I love the bit <laughs> where the dude you. boots that piece of um that piece of statue down the hill and just splats that dude into a <laughs> I, wall. I like and I'm the like, oh. uh, indi- indignation of, uh, of Nacho in our chat room because Nexus has put in coming in 2011 and Nacho's just written 2011. That's not this year. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, um, you know, 2009 is also not this year, right? and <laughs> 2012. Nacho is just just quietly. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, um. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say that I I totally revamp anything I said about that game because after seeing video and having an explanation, we are now excited. If you had shown us that six months ago, everyone would be on board. But you see, this is what I'm really starting to like is like little bits and pieces that they do like this to break the first-person shooter conventions. You know, like things that um, Mirror's Edge did to an extent, though uh, as a whole it failed but led the way for things like Brink, where you've got your sliding and your dynamic running mm. over cover and things mm. like that. I mean, my things hope... Things that will become standard later on. That's it. This is My hope for the future is that you get games that will be uh, a simple uh, snap-on cover system when you're playing a first-person shooter and you can lean out. Sliding out, climbing over, vaulting, sliding underneath. We're seeing a, re- we're seeing a repeat of history because I remember when the first-person shooters were massive in the 80s. Oh, sorry, in the 90s. And then... Over time, people started to get bored of every game looked exactly the same. And that's yeah. when we started to get uh, third persons and isometric downs. And, and people started to shift. And there's still first persons there as well. But we started to get this wide range of games. And this is when things like Diablo became huge, right? Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing it again. I think we've reached saturation point on first person shooters again. I think we are starting to see yeah. them start to say, okay, well, you start everybody's, the ones everybody's that break playing off from the norm. Well, that's right. Because what's happening at the moment is the feeling I get as more of a casual gamer than mm-hmm. you guys is that most of the first person person shooters like all of the call of duties for instance all look exactly the same to me yeah. right and i look at those and i go they're all brown you have no idea who the enemy is because everybody looks exactly the same the, the environments look exactly the same yeah. so when something like metro comes out and we were watching playing that trailer we're going color yeah. you can actually see monsters in color and we can actually see what's going on and we look at that and we go sense of humor you know it's like <laughs> we can see so we start to see things changing up and now from the point of view of somebody who doesn't play as many games as you, I sit there and go, I'm getting excited now. I think there there are two major points that are leading to this. Uh, I think you're looking at almost a mini renaissance of games coming up at the moment for for two reasons. One, uh, people are starting to understand DLC and... Uh, what they can do without a mega budget. Mm-hmm. They're starting to understand about live arcade games and things mm-hmm. like that. So you've got a lot of smaller developers concentrating on 
something that's a little bit more accessible to everybody mm-hmm. that has more character than anything else. At the same point, it's almost like when for the lifespan of the PS2, when God of War came out and maybe Vice City. It's interesting you bring that they're, up. They're starting actually. to understand in the lifespan of next generation consoles what the potential of it, because they still haven't tapped fully what a PS3 or a 360 can do. And it's like they're just on the verge now of what can we fucking squeeze out of this console? Mm. It, and, it's and so it's exactly that. We, we, are at, we are at the stage again, and I've, like this is uh, probably a year out from where the PS2 ended. Yep. In other words, it's that idea that we, like you're saying, we haven't hit that genuine full potential. You'll still get games that will beat out what we have now, but you're getting to the point where everything looks good now, and it's Mm. not so much a matter of being able to say, our graphics kick ass. It becomes a matter of, what can you offer me that Call of Duty doesn't? Or what can you offer me that Battlefield won't give me? There is something definitely to be said about convenience factor as well. Mm -hmm. The fact is, every single day, without fail, I'm wandering around, uh, virtually wandering around, the Xbox Live Arcade. And you wander around, you look and go, oh, I'll have a look at a demo of it. I don't have to go to the shop yeah. mm. to, go sh- to purposely go and get a disc to yeah. put the disc in. I can just say, oh, that looks like fun. How many points is it? Oh, I'll just buy that. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting because this is the point where you start getting your Icos and your Shadow of the Colossuses and things like that. You will start seeing things like that jump out of the woodwork, right? Mm. I'm not saying that you know, um, we have those titles coming. I wouldn't put money on particular titles right now to be, you know, sort of the sleeper hits. Hmm. But you start getting those games that just go 100% individuality. And those will be the games reveals will jump on and the rest of us will be like, but Call of Duty looks better. And this is where you start getting to that point where originality weighs out. Um, I have to say one of my favorite games of gameplay. last year is still Shadow Complex, yeah. which was a DLC game. Well, you know, I, reckon... I just thought Shadow Complex was And, and shit, it's funny man. because Epic seems to be focusing on, you know, more than just Gears of War and Unreal Tournament. Mm. You know, it seems to be going, okay, we can branch out now and we can be a powerhouse like EA or like Ubisoft, which can then branch out into, you know, like Ubi Montreal mm. and Canada and, uh, sorry, uh, you know, uh, Vancouver and all that mm. other shit mm. that they do. Yeah. And, and the same thing, you're, you're starting to get, I guess you could say, mega developers mm. uh, who have totally different divisions and moving and cutting their own path. And I think it's great for the industry because, to be honest, I, my... Prediction for the next Modern Warfare is is that it's going to be exactly like this Modern Warfare. Like seriously, it will be a short ass well, campaign. All been the same. It'll That's be. The problem is, I, I mean, gameplay. No, I'll, I'll, I will sit there and say that the first uh, uh, COD Four was fucking phenomenal. And it was a beautiful, brilliant game. World filled, of War. Um, no, 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 the one before it. Modern, right. The first Modern Warfare. Mm. It, was, it was full of very tense moments. It had some great pacing. Uh, there was one level where you had to crawl past uh, a line of tanks coming at you with interspersed soldiers. And you had to crawl through high grass. This is uh, four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you had to crawl through. And then they had other scenes where you had to crawl underneath trucks going through a military base. These sort of things are absolutely necessary to break pacing in a game. Because as much as I like sitting through a game going, holy shit, this is the best action movie ever. As soon as it's done, you're just like, oh. That's kind of how I'm feeling about Battlefield, though. Because that, that, like, that's a snow blind. Yeah. Um, mm. We're no longer being barraged by a million enemies. And there's not helicopters flying around and you know vehicles coming in. It's such a quiet level. And it's yeah. just literally trying to work some your way of, through the snow. And I some, love that. You know? Some of my favorite levels that you'll get along the way in games are those levels where you're just crawling or walking through an area. And all you can hear in the distance is that popping gun sound of gunfire happening away from you. Yep. So you know there's still a war happening. 
but then there's the fact that we're breaking mm. off into kind of a new sort of an area and stuff like that. Yeah, tenseness and, you know, sort of, it, it's very important to the way it, it, It's run. funny because there's two things uh, which have always shat me about the first-person genre. I know we're kind of going way off kilter in this one. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, first of all, World at War was probably the first of those... Of, of all of the CODs that I really played religiously, like I just mm. went ape shit for. And I think Treyarch have gotten a very, very, very bad uh, uh, press, you know, on, on what they've done. I think they've done a great job. This is with the next the one, isn't it? Uh, yes. And they did. Uh, and they I also they did. did um, they also did Five, mm-hmm. which was their, their, their hold at the top. That was their, you know, thing of art, in my opinion. Mm. I don't care what anybody says, that game was fantastic. And um, yeah, I thought they did a great job. And with that. and and the biggest thing that bothers me in the industry at the moment, more so in the states than locally, is yeah. that all the things that they gave Modern Warfare Two points for are the exact same things that they're penalising Bad Company Two for. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Just have a fucking standard level <laughs> and don't have this. It's got Call of Duty in front of it, so we have to masturbate furiously over it. You know, it's like call a fucking game, goes. a game, and uh, just in, no, no. Do you know, yeah, what no, I mean? no, have a little bit of fairness. I call it, you know, judge a game on its merits, not the people behind it or the the pedigree of the franchise. And that's 100%. constantly what shits me about this industry. And there's Dave's rant. Well, that was uh, interesting. We really uh, bridged off the uh, main topic. It was topic. very cathartic. So anyway, Bulletstorm looks great, <laughs> is what I'm Have saying. Drink, and uh, mm, if you guys so haven't, refreshing. go check out the trailer for that. <laughs> um, moving right along, wow. Now, if, uh, if people are wondering why I would be saying that, uh, Split Second has wow. set a new record. For the largest install on PS3. <laughs> and my god... Seven gigabytes. That is ridiculous. Can you imagine those poor people that have a 20 gigabyte? That's like almost half their drive for the one game. Holy crap. I think there was an update on this zone. I think it is actually five gigabytes. That is still fucked. It's still fucked. That's still five gigabytes. That's a quarter of their drive. That's still just as bad. That is amazing. I mean, I, what, what bothers me more is not that. It's the getting at home, putting the disc in, and then going out for about four hours. <laughs> and then I'll come back. That's about how long it takes to run a patch on you the You know, I, I, remember, I remember the good old days <gasps> when you could get a video game, put it in your machine, and just press play. And start. <laughs> and you could play. Well, you, can not, still, you don't not have to watch, install it. Though, not dude. watch fucking Snake. Uh, smoke a cigarette for 20 fucking minutes while you're waiting for... Do you actually have to install it on the PS3? Yes. Oh, you can't just play it? Nope. So it's not like an Xbox? Because apparently it's meant to run smoother. Apparently. Uh I'm assured of this. Apparently. Anyway, uh, I'll I'd, stick to the Xbox and the not installing the game. Yeah, I, I, I'm just saying, wow, that, that is quite epic. Um, the game is definitely worth it as far as we have all played, but... I have yeah. to say, though, I, no, I just got to come back to this. I'm sorry. I agree with you, Dave. The whole idea of the console was that you didn't have to install a game. This is what we as PC users used mm. to have to do. You buy the new game, you come home, and it comes on 18 discs, and you have to install the well, thing. Well, when you, you, like, like when you when are I... running a two-speed Blu-ray player in the drive, that's just the, that, that's them apples, and you've just got to deal with it. You've got a Blu-ray player, so be thankful. And you'll have to do that. But that two speed Blu ray player is still running faster than the DVD player on the uh, X Wing era. We won't get into technicals, but no, it's no just, we won't. We have a whole other show. I think for it that. defeats the purpose. <laughs> I think it defeats the purpose of a uh, console. Look, I, I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of huge installs. That's, what, that's all I can say. I remember when um, I went through uh, my PS3 uh, before it died, my old one, and I was going through and I was just trying to transfer like a movie over or something. It was like 700 meg. And um, 
I couldn't dump it from my USB onto my hard drive. And I was like, fucking nothing on it. And then I went into the game installs. Like, five gig for fucking Metal Gear Solid 4. Four gig for this crap. For, I was like, what do I need all this shit for, man? I haven't even played these games. This is just ridiculous. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm done. All right. Second rant over. Have a drink, Dave. Anyway, guys. Um, <laughs> let's, let's take a moment and relax. Because the next thing and is quite possibly the most chuffed. Uh, thing I have uh, I have for finding uh, out of all of the DLC stuff that we are bringing into the show today. Um, this just came out of nowhere. Um, I so was, want to play this. This <laughs> news story actually came to me through me searching for something else um, online, and I came up with an article which was about the fact that the storyline for this game is being penned by the guy that did God of War. Um, and if anybody hasn't played those games, they are fantastic storyline-driven games. And when I looked at the picture, I was a little confused, because when I thought of this guy, <laughs> I think God of War. And God of War is all about the best graphics and eyeball-bleeding kind of like visuals that just make your mind go, how did someone come up with this? And then what I saw in this video in the first 10 seconds was kind of like, what is this? This is this this is just a download game. This looks awful. Uh, oh, oh, ah, wow! And then the video takes off. So, guys, we're going to show you the video. And, and let me just preface it by saying, God bless you, Josh, for finding this little. Yes, yeah. oh, that's yeah. brilliant. Uh, I cannot fucking wait to play this. Is this game. this is yeah. gonna, this is going to be Xbox, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, this God. is this is this <laughs> is going to be Xbox Live, uh, PS3, uh, PSN, apparently, and also on Steam. The video uh, that we are about to play. Please stay with it. Don't zone out because the first little while will take you by surprise. It is a side-scrolling shooter, so we will we will uh, preface it with that. But I want maybe, you guys to take side-scrolling stabber. Yeah, I want you guys to to just have this sitting in your mind. I just want you to think of Metal Slug. This is what you're going to get. So this Metal is Metal Slug in prison. Fuck yeah, that's all I'm saying. That just looks amazing. (laughs) (laughs) My my biggest selling point on this game is the fact that when he shoots, 
two people on either side. He has the Steven Seagal under siege move with the <laughs> crossed over man. It looks fucking sick. <laughs> the um the the moment for me that I love is that bit where he's going across. Um, he's running across and he jumps into the air. Stabs the guy into the ground, stabs him about six times, and then pulls out a chainsaw and just drives <laughs> into his stomach. I'm like, wow, that's just that's just being cruel. <laughs> I just like he gets that slow motion where it's just like I'm about to matrix you, you <laughs> bastard. Oh, there's that one shot I love where he's hanging off the rail and he just sits there for a second <laughs> and then, and then he pulls like, out a gun. He's <laughs> just like, wait, wait, headshot, headshot. <laughs> The um yeah no the the game looks fantastic. I have always been a huge fan of um sort of the metal slug kind of games with mm. just thousands of enemies and lots of things to shoot at. And I uh, look the visual style looks awesome and I like the way that when you finish off enemies and stuff like that it cuts to videos and stuff. Um you've seen the extended trailer yeah. like I have which has a little bit more gameplay in it and sort of spans it out. Um the thing really what I love more than anything is the fact that it really seems to kind of go a bit further than most of the side scrollers do and put a little bit more effort into the actual combat. It's not just sort of single enemy one hit and they're down. It seems to be more of a sort of fight. And mm-hmm. for the side scroller to do that it really makes the animation seem a little bit more sort of like uh intense and sort of interesting when you but kind I of think, get that sort of an I aspect. think it's also got um, some departures in artistic direction like the uh, silhouetted scenes that you saw with the uh, you know the sunset background and you're just seeing him going to town these sort of things it's just forced I mean I, I'm seeing a lot of chatter uh, across the chat room of people going you know you know sounds awesome and it seems to be old school versus new school of other people like I don't give a shit about this you know it's like you you whippersnappers will not appreciate the 2D side scroller that a lot of us grew up with oh damn straight and, and seeing a lot of these games being remade and vamped up and you know taking like something as you said this is, Duke, this is Duke Nukem 2 all over again yeah. Dude, with, it looks with great. super graphics so. exactly and it's got a really beautiful slick animated feel to it uh, I think this is going to be a huge game. Uh, I yeah. think again, uh, a we lot of sleeper be, hits. So yeah, I can we, I can see myself uh, laying out points for this for the Laura Croft, uh, for the two games you're doing today, Bulletstorm. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's a sad time when you start counting up all the dollars you're going yeah. to have to spend. Um, anyway, I mean, uh, look, that's it for the news, guys. Um, we'll come into obviously our normal section, which is the coming soon titles. We have Red Dead Red Dead Red Dead Redemption coming out at the end of the week. Uh, at the end of the week, the week. I was going to say the week, the week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Can you can you do that? No I think go. I think I've. Uh, I'll yes, time we, myself out. Hold on. We there have we, uh, we have Alan Wake, who I've been assured by Nacho Justice does not suck balls. Um, I hope it doesn't, because I was actually kind of looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I, I'm willing to give it another go. So uh, I will. We will jump to that, and uh, I think that Josh and I. Uh, after the uh, the Red Dead madness finishes, we might do sort of like a late post. I got to save my pennies for Red Dead at the moment. So we're we going to do that. Uh, the only <laughs> I'm the only one who's excited about this Alpha Protocol. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> which I, look, I still think there can be something to it. Uh, Chris, my good friend Chris from uh, you know Obsidian, who I spoke to a few weeks <laughs> ago, uh, he he seemed very psyched about it, and uh, I, I like a couple of the things that they're doing with it. So I don't think it's going to be a game changer, but I think that there could be some very good concepts in that. Uh, of course, Split Second, which uh, we give Michael Bay out of 10. Um, <laughs> it is going to be uh, as explosive as 80,000 gallons of gasoline uh, ignited by thermite on a rocket launcher. So, uh, yeah, it will be explosive action. Uh, UFC uh, Undisputed 2010 is also coming out. I can't wait, awesome. wait awesome for fun. this game. I've played it 
It is mega slick. It actually is quicker and faster than the first game, and there's a lot more attention to submission holds. So uh, it, it is a fantastic game. THQ are coming with nothing but win at the moment. Uh, for Shane, uh, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands is also coming out in the oh, next week. Oh, for that one. Um, <laughs> yes, well, we just threw it in now, oh, okay. Willy Nelly, to keep the old Nexus 81 in, 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 in the building. He, he may, he may <laughs> have mentioned that he would walk. There we go. That is the uh, cover that, that, for that's Prince of Persia. Actually, that is actually Oops, the cover it. for it. And, no, of course, uh, Demons, Souls, Zzzz. Sorry, I, uh, I uh, preempted you on that <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, which is coming uh, uh, at the end of the month. And, it uh, seems yeah. to have been coming at the end of the month for an awful long time, though. Uh, much like Josh from the Closet, it will be coming out at the end of the month. <laughs> Bazinga. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out. It's a, it's a big week, and then there is nothing but shit for the next <laughs> two and a half months or so. So, uh, yeah, get all of your games as you can, or pick up Red Dead and then wait for everything else to be traded in. Did you in. say there was a new Super Mario game coming as well? Oh, that's a while away, dude. That's a while oh. away. Oh, <laughs> oh, my eyes! Oh. You, just, you just needed a reason to throw that yeah. up. Yeah, you, you didn't do. even care. You would have put that up even if there was no story I keep it about as a Mario. permanent fixture yeah. on the board now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nacho mentioned singularity, and uh, my comment is, "I'll believe it when I see it." Yep. When when we actually when, hear when that we I have a date hold and a an copy actual... in my hand, then I will mention singularity. We might we might so. even review it if it's anywhere decent. Uh, if, even if it's not decent, I don't think there's anything else to review over the next couple of months. <laughs> so so uh, that's why we're staggering a lot of these out at the moment. Right. June first, Mario Galaxy Garnet has just said. So um, oh, there you go. Okay. We will be. Uh, oh, it's it's <laughs> actually later than that. Yeah, July first, dude. July first, not June first. Okay, Starcraft two. It's two fucking games in the next three months. All right, everyone. Anyone else want to pipe up? Banned. Uh, guys, guys, guys. Yes, we, we we understand there is stuff coming up in the next few months. We're just not, we're... <laughs> Sorry, Northy in your chat room said Duke Nukem Forever. I got a feeling. <laughs> Well, okay, uh, you I know got what? a feeling you know too. What? I'm glad someone's syphilis. out there still holding the faith. So it's it's good to hear. I Thank pray you, every night for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, we'll break into our uh, two reviews for uh, this week, which is uh, Double Whammy, because we were doing the DLC kind of content, so we thought we would chuck in two. Um, I will be talking more about the Final Fight aspect because I played more of that, and Dave will be going to a lot more detail on the Afterburner Climax. But we have actually played both. Um, uh, we may as well start. We'll start out with the Afterburner Climax. Uh, you guys saw the video for that at the start of the show. It is an Xbox Live title that you can pick up for how many points was it again? Twelve. Eight hundred. Eight hundred. 800 points. Um, if you just look on screen, it is exactly as the other one used to be, ridiculously fast, with about a million rockets on screen at once. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a perfect kind of game to play when you are on coke, because Where's it's the about the speed music? that you are going. And yes, the best, the best way to play this game is to lock yourself in the room uh, and just have Kenny Loggins' Highway to the Danger Zone on repeat, and you will actually play, It's it's this is actually a scientific fact, you will actually play 25 percent better with that song playing over the top of it. Uh, a lot of people in the chat room have said that I get an afterburn after climax, and uh, that is only <laughs> only because of the syphilis that I got from your oh. mum, Maggie. So, uh, oh yes. God, uh, that oh, was actually that, that was a good, good call, call, man. 
look, uh, I have played the shit out of it today. Um, to be honest, I, I got it this morning. I played it all day, and uh, I've just about finished all the achievements for it already. So, uh, do you need Comics. a I've actually got sound Dude, on this one if you, want, if you guys want to hear what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I've got sound on this one if you want. Oh, to really? Hear. I want a bit of sound. So still think it needs Kenny Loggins. Yeah. <laughs> there will be a download patch for it later there on. There you go. Um, but uh, and, and of course, there will be a, a side quest with a homoerotic volleyball. Um, um, Bare-chested homoerotic volleyball. Of course. It's the only, the best kind of volleyball. Um, Danger zone! <laughs> Sega, for anyone that uh, uh, doesn't know, seems to have this thing when they're releasing these DLC games where they are, uh, well, any of the old school games that are coming out are sticking to the uh, idea that the best way to sell this kind of game to somebody is give them no training at all and just throw them head on into the game. Um, this is very much That's the case with this game. That's very much like the, the original training, Afterburner. The training level in this game literally involves absolutely no dialogue or explanations on screen and just half the enemies that's their idea of a training level it's like we're going to let you go in a straight line we're still going to throw shit at you and not well, show you how to deal with it because if dave remembers the arcade version you get into the into the whole cabinet that they built for it, you shovel in about four thousand coins and then it just starts yeah and you go dead oh shit okay <laughs> shovel in more coins <laughs> look I, I i am talking to, i want to talk to um oh god what is it uh Blue mouth. I want to talk to those guys and go, we want an attachment with a stick and a fucking throttle that sits on the table in front of you because that is the way you play I want a force feedback joystick. I want Microsoft to release the force <laughs> feedback sidewinder for the Xbox. But I will tell you, this is <laughs> by far the most fun I've had in fucking ages. I mean, it is ridiculous. I, I finished it, I think, four times this afternoon. Um, uh, it just does not stop. It really doesn't. It is insane. It still feels quite good, even though part of me is saying it is wrong without using the um, <coughs> thanks, Josh. Without using the uh, the joystick and the uh, throttle, it still feels right. Uh, to do a barrel roll, you like flick one way and then flick in the opposite so direction. So what, what is the throttle? Across. Is it a trigger? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just your triggers. Your, your two triggers are, are your throttle and brake. Uh, then you've got. Um, uh, I think it's your right bumper is for the uh, climax mode, which is basically <laughs> you get this massive reticle on the screen and it basically covers everything and, and then and releases a shit ton of rock. Basically, when in climax mode, you spin the cursor around to lock onto as many targets as you will, and release then they will it. explode when you let go. Everything goes in slow motion during this time, yeah. so it's also you know very good. It is. Way. It is really good. I mean, anyone who hasn't played it, it's it's very simple gameplay. I I can't speak for how anyone else plays it, but I tend to go through slowly as possible and then a second somebody fires a rocket at me i just do a barrel roll and speed up and you usually evade 90 percent of it until you get to the last maybe two levels um you get bonuses for finishing the game different perks get unlocked uh, i think by the fourth time i finished it i had a perk that gave me my my uh my plane went faster than normal mm. like totally maxed out speed automatic guns so that it wouldn't stop firing the entire time. Automatic rocket shoots once you lock onto something, so you don't even have to press the button. And uh, Let's I, take all the skill out of the game. <laughs> it was. I had like nine credits, seven lives, and I was just sitting there and I was like... Dum, 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 oh, wait, I finished it again. Okay, let's do it again. Dum, dum, it's dum, kind dum, of like once you've unlocked invincibility in the game. You kind of go, well, that takes a challenge out. They totally do that for you, but I think that there's, there's a lot of fun to be had. And considering it's such a, 
it, it is a very short experience. I mean, like in in I think it was like in an hour and a half. I'd knocked mm. through it three four times, but um, I think it's totally worth the price. Uh, if you've played it in the arcade, it will definitely be worth. You'll be like, I'm not even listening to what Dave's saying right now. I'm already buying it and playing it right now. Uh, but I highly recommend it for anyone. It's a great game. And to, I assume like all arcade games has demos for all of this stuff. I don't know if they put a demo. Almost every one of the arcade games has. Shane, do you remember when we were downloading it? Was there a demo? I don't remember seeing a demo up there. No. It might be um, it might be one that you may just have to watch some videos on before you can actually get things. Well, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, honestly, I, it was uh, the most worthwhile download uh, I've had since that Sasha Gray film that I got the other day, and um, <laughs> which also uh, ended with a climax. And um, <laughs> I think I've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's basically all of her films except for the girlfriend experience. But uh, no, look, it, it was a, a heap of fun. Uh, definitely worthwhile. Uh, I hope that they add a little bit more to it. Yeah. Um, you know, because it is, as I said, very short. But it's a, it's a really good game if you've got like a bunch of the fellas around and you know you, you're breaking out the old school classics because everyone can just have a lash. You take a credit, I take a credit, and move yeah. on. Uh, and it's it's very fast and frenetic gameplay. So. I have to go. I have to go buy some points up because I want to get. Now I've got to get Perfect Dark thanks to Nacho. <laughs> I've got to get uh, this one. So I've got a few things I got to purchase yeah. up on uh, Xbox Live. So, well, speaking of other things you've got to purchase, we're on to our next game. Yeah, I want this is, one too. Mike <laughs> Hagar for president is all I'm saying. Uh, the Final Fight series for anyone that isn't uh, aware of it is an old school game that was one of the first sides. 1989. Well, Yep, 1989. It was. Uh, it, con- it contained three characters that had slightly different moves, and I do mean very slightly different moves. Um, and basically, the aim of it was to fight your way through waves and waves and waves and waves and waves and waves of enemies with a couple of bonus levels in between. And that was it. They it, was had... ba- it was basically the love child of things like Double Dragon and stuff yep, like that. I think that. this Absolutely. was before Double Dragon, wasn't it? No, no, no. This did a few things that um, Double Dragon didn't by, like I was saying, slightly varying the move set mm. um, for things. Uh, the characters have moved on into many, many other games. There's a lot of great cameos in uh, this one uh, for fans of the series. You have um, the three main characters, which have been the same pretty much for all of the games, which is Guy. Um, Cody. Cody and of course Mike Hagar. Now, anyone who doesn't know is. who Mike Hagar <laughs> is, he is the man uh, pile driving people into the ground at the moment, and for some reason beating up the other guy on his team. I'm not quite sure why that's. He happening. is a mix of Jesse the Body Ventura and the Governor. Yeah, and he is the only person who should be mayor. Yeah, for anybody that's wondering why Dave, um, why Dave is actually talking about um, him as president and so on and so forth, it's because the storyline literally goes that this man who walks around in slacks, uh, a one U- strap. Uh, yeah, um, across him and uh, bulking muscles that almost put Arnie to shame is apparently the mayor of the city. Um, I want to go live there because yeah. apparently this guy just gets down and dirty every time something goes wrong. Um, Storyline is as simple as you would expect out of an 80s uh, game. It's basically his daughter goes missing and therefore all three of you decide to oh, rampage across <laughs> yeah, rampage across the city killing everybody in your path. Look, it is a absolute throwback to uh, the thing. The game... Uh, has very little differences. The graphics are you beat almost up identical. As well. Shall, shall yep. we hear a little bit of this? Yes, yep. please. Uh, let's let's give everybody a bit of a taste. Oh, there it is. Right, that's a 
enough. That's enough. That's enough. Look, the thing, yeah, the thing it I doesn't remember change. the most is um, that guy was kind of like your Bruce Lee. He was slightly. He was basically the quickest character. Yeah. He had a very quick jab, but he obviously slightly less powerful. Mm. Then Cody was kind of middle of the range. Yeah. And then Mike Hagar was kind of like your Zangief. From, what, uh, what I think is interesting uh, is what Fighter. you brought up last week, which is the fact that it's weird that the only character that hasn't moved forward is Mike Hagar. Maybe yeah. it's because he's a little bit too close to Zangief, but. Um, in the in the same way, it would be nice because in the new Street Fighter, literally all the characters pretty much have moved across now. Um, Guy and Cody are now both have made their way onto it. They were also in Alpha Three. Uh, Sodom is uh, one of the bosses you face, which is a character from Alpha Three. I think was the first time I remember seeing him. But it's also that I think Mike Hagar is the most popular character out of the series. Like uh, oh, I, I can't speak for anyone else, but locally uh, and and especially across across Derwin Howard and the pages of official <laughs> PlayStation and uh, and any of the publications there, you know, Mike Hagar, we love the guy. Yeah. And I mean, maybe it's because he has a manly mustache and a unitard, but. Um, I don't know. There's just something about the guy that he needs more video game airtime. Mm. Somebody's actually asked, did this rip off Streets of Rage? I think they all came out around they the same time. Out. Yeah, it's very it hard to hu- draw the lines huge, with that. Um, remember the arcades in like 89? Yeah. There was dozens of these sort of games. And, yeah. and the best survived and the rest fell well, away. Well, this is so. the interesting thing that I want to come back to is though, um, just quickly, the one other cameo which is in this game is Ronaldo, uh, who, uh, if anybody doesn't remember, he was an alpha character as well. Um, and he is a son of a bitch in this game. He is a fucking annoying boss but um we managed to fight our way through it and me and shane uh made it right to the end of this game and finished it uh the only problem that i have with this is that when you look at things like streets of rage 3 or you look at uh the gameplay for something like uh even final fight 3 there's all this stuff missing from this game this game goes back to basics but there is a point when you kind of go yes there's back to basics and then there's unnecessary back to basics <laughs> i would much rather play number three because you had things like combos that actually involved street fighter style down to forward punch uh supers in the game a few more moves that your characters could pull off um it would have just been nice to sort of go to there i mean i'm a fan of going old school but if there are better old school then you go to that although i gotta say that the, this game has got a couple of modes that i really like because i was doing a, a lot of reading about this while yeah. i was digging up the trailers of things like the interface that you've got which looks like an old arcade game you can turn that yes off. You this can turn is before the, you get into the game that's right. yes. you can you can turn this on or off mm. you can uh, actually, we actually had it off yeah um, so you can do that the other thing playing. i like is apparently there's uh, two game modes one game mode is the high def mode which is this mode yeah. or you can actually flip the mode and it'll actually play and look like the old arcade version <laughs> so if yeah. you really want to go old school you can throw it right back but the thing <laughs> is that i don't actually think when you compare some of the games that have come out like the turtles game and things like that they, they could have done just a little bit more work on the actual uh high def version of this game uh to be honest uh, and, and a slight segue but out of all of these i'm amazed that double dragon has not come across hey, well. somewhere what, what do you mean well, across on... on DLC. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I've already played it and finished it. We've got all the achievements. Double Dragon? Yeah. On what? On um, Xbox Live. Uh, I'm going to shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, David, it sounds like you and me are going to have to have a co-op date. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yes, no. Uh, look, out of the ones that have come out, um, Streets of Rage uh, um, was probably my favorite out of the trilogy. Um, maybe you guys can answer a question for Gwen in the chat room, yeah. uh, which was uh, there was a kid on rollerblades as a fighter in one of the games. That was uh, Streets of Rage 3. His name was Blaze. There you go. Um, yeah, it, uh, it, Streets of Rage 3 is one of my favorite classic titles. And um, I, uh, when I compare Streets of Rage 3 to this, I kind of go, I would have rather to play through that again than actually um, play this. I did enjoy my experience playing through it. It's always nice. Um, there is still 
formula to it and a way to play the game, which is better than uh, other ways. But things like running dashes and stuff like that just really add to the game's experience, and I just would have liked to see a bit more of that. Mm. <sighs> oh, well. Um, yeah, no, I still enjoyed the game. It, it definitely wasn't my favorite purchase. Um, there is another game on the thing. This is why it's called Double Impact. Um, the other game on it, uh, we have video for this? Yeah, it's called Magic Sword. Here Magic it is. Sword uh, is the other game. It's kind of a side-scrolling version. Think very I much. A little bit Rastan Saga-ish. You know? uh, yeah, think think kind of... Uh, <sighs> I want that. When's Golden that? Rygar. Golden Axe. Rygar. Yeah, Golden Axe is the game that instantly comes to mind as well. Um, I actually think it's a little bit more Rygar than Golden Axe. It's, it's Rygar slash Golden Axe. I, I remember this game at the arcades big time. Yeah, uh, me too. I remember this one. Um, <laughs> oh, come the, on. It's even got the same layout and sort of level design as uh, Golden Axe. But yes, all right, I'll let you guys have that. Um, it's it's very simple, yes, thanks, this game. Josh, thanks. Yes. No, I, got... I can tell why they led with the final fight as opposed to having it as like well, this was both the bo- of these this games. was the bonus game. But yeah, I think Dave and I need to lead a charge. We need them to release Rastan Saga. Yeah. All right, cool. Original Rastan Saga. Saga. We will, <laughs> we, will um, we will partition that somebody uh, goes out and does that. Uh, but uh, for now, unfortunately, it's still not available. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to buy the Final Fighting for that game. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. And I, I will play it co-op with you. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, look, we've uh, done our two reviews. This feels really short. How long have we been going? An hour. We've been going an hour. Oh, wow. Time does Time fly flies when you're having, having fun, fun, dude. Do you want to... Um, Yeah, yes, uh, guys, obviously, as we have been constantly talking up this entire episode, the theme has been DLC, um, and uh, of course, so have everything that we've been playing this week. The reason for this is that we have a big announcement, which is the fact that we have finally moved away from the concept of working all this stuff from a fan site on Facebook, and we are actually moving to having our own website. Uh, The website, uh, which we will put up on screen now, is... uh, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash rawdlc.com or just www.rawdlc.com. That's R-A-W-D-L-C.com. Um, like, please... all, like all Bluehost sites, so you don't need the www. You yep. can just type in rawdlc.com and yep. get there. The concept behind this is that uh, we are we are using the name uh, at the moment DLC, and this is the raw part of it. This is all the week-to-week data that you will get from us that will sort of uh, let you up to date with everything that's going on, uh, post up the new news stories. Please drop in and um, check out every week we will be running an opinion section, which will basically be an interesting piece that we have found along the net. Everybody can f- feel to drop in and actually drop their opinions on that. We have set up a very, very simple um, comment system. Also, if you click on the little RSS button up the top, it will actually let you know every time we update anything on the site so that that way you can get information. And just to let you know, um, uh, Josh and I will be running, primarily it's been Josh because I've been trying to catch up in all of the work that I I have had to do for Paris and things like that. So uh, just letting you guys know, but this will be the home for uh, all information uh, platforms-wise rather than on the fan page. We're still going to keep the fan page going, mm. but we wanted something that would uh, we, we could put our own slants and our own stories onto it. So uh, we're going to uh, try and update that as much as humanly possible with yep. stories, opinion pieces, reviews. Uh, we do have uh, a lot of people who you might know from the show. Uh, people like Nacho Justice will be dropping in articles, and uh, uh, there'll be a few people from the, uh, the soon-to-be-renamed Gameplayer Clan 
and um, putting their little bits and pieces in there as well. We so have we have a sea of other writers in the industry as well who have expressed interest in dropping stuff out as so, well. Yeah. So it will not just be us reviewing. It is going to be a very open site. Also, um, if anybody has an idea for something they would like to put up, uh, if you go to the login section, actually log in. If you post it to me or send me an email, the uh, email's all on the contact part of the sites. If it is good enough, I may actually let you drop it up. Um, we just need to get some uh, user-based reviews. There will actually be a section for user-based reviews up on the actual thing as well. So uh, feel free to hit me up if you'd like that. Um, however, yeah, awesome. Uh, I, I, I've had uh, Schizo ask if uh, if my good mate Mark Serrells would be putting up any articles. Uh, I haven't spoken to Serrells about any involvement as mm. yet, uh, but there are uh, other people, uh, local journos in the gaming industry, who will mm. be sticking their hands up. So if people want to get involved, uh, they can. Uh, as uh, those of you who don't know the industry, a lot of them can't uh, <laughs> because of various agreements and arrangements that they yeah, have. So, uh, absolutely. Uh, but there will be definitely be different people coming in through, and uh, uh, we want to be very, very big community-based uh, projects. So, you know, we want to be in keeping with you guys, and uh, and you know, we'll be posting up things about leaderboards and Friday night fights and things like that. Mm. So, definitely keep your eye on uh, DLC. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, look, uh, that's it. We'll do some local plugging now. Um, game, uh, games, prawn. Game, prawn. I, I was. No. Oh my god! It has changed. I Damn you, it. Dave. Damn you. I fixed it last week. I did it. I did it as a joke, and it totally didn't <laughs> See, work last because you had fixed it last week. I fucked it up by saying that there was an AU at the end of game prawn, but uh, <laughs> actually, it is game prawn dot com. No <laughs> AU and no uh, S, Joshua. Yep, no S, no S. Gamepron, uh, who, of course, are great with their Monday updates, the prawn stash, as they call it. Um, it is great. You should check that out. Um, I, I believe that's the official name for uh, Ron Jeremy's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have Oxygen, uh, which is the Oz Xbox Community Gamer Network. Uh, these guys work really hard and put up really good reviews, and they are, of course, a community as well. So if you're into Xbox gaming, you should go check them out, which is uh, http colon forward slash forward slash oxcgn.com. We also have um, uh, our... Podcasts that are friends, uh, we, we call them that, but you know they uh, they try and blurt us out when we're actually on their show. But um, there is the Game Arena podcast, otherwise known as the Gap, and there is the Australian Gamer podcast. Both of those guys uh, support us, so we support them. Uh, and of course, we're going to do a little bit of local plugging before we get into our Friday night's vice piece. Um, if you guys don't know, like I said, go check out the site. Just one more time for people, that is rawdlc.com. Uh, there is, of course, the um, other uh, thing, which is if you guys have iTunes, if you could just quickly load it up now while you think about it, just go into the search bar and type in both platforms and geek actually and basically just give us a rating if you do that it means we move up it means more people see it it means more sh people show up here for the live show the live show of course which goes out at 8 p.m on mondays and the geek actually one which comes out on 12 p.m on saturday uh for anybody that's wondering what i'm talking about about geek actually this is the film and tech side of our show this is where basically we go to a movie every week we review it and we get you guys up to date with everything that is awesome that has happened tech and geek related yeah we kind of call it our week in geek we uh, we just kind of uh, get together and we chew chew the fat on whatever the latest uh, news uh, whether we tech or film uh, entertainment industry related and uh, we kind of just dissect the news that kind of caught our eye <laughs> 
And and I hear you have something extra specially awesome this week. Yes, this week we have Dave Kaziki on the show. (laughs) He's coming on to help us review The Losers. Um, And we may have a second film for the show as well, but that's yet to be determined. Um, Because the... um, Because Robin Hood was shit. Well, no, we've done Oh, wait, that was last year. The Geek Actually Movie Fan Club won't be seeing Losers because it's not playing at the Ritz. So we'll probably be seeing a second film, so we might as well review that while we're at it. So Wonderful. Wonderful. But we don't know what that is yet, so we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, uh, don't forget, if you've got any feedback, if you want anything in particular uh, to tell us about the show or the way that things go, the feedback address has changed now. It is feedback at dl, uh, rawdlc.com. Uh, please chuck us any information you have, anything that you want to uh, tell us about the show or what changes or ideas you have. And, um, of course, like I said, just one more time, uh, the RSS feeds on the page and also uh, the uh, ratings on iTunes really help us out. We do this every week. We don't get paid for it. Um, We need to basically get hits to the site to get more people interested. So please, if you could do that, it would be a great heartfelt out thing for us if you could do that um other than that though um oh, look, we have i've even got i've even got the new feedback line very quickly knock the other there you go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so it's oh, feedback no. at rawdlc.com um one last thing guys our friday night fights uh if yes. you haven't been involved in this before you really should uh show up it is a hell of a lot of fun basically what we do is we want to kind of keep things you know as personal as we possible can possibly can so basically what we do is we actually come and game with people on friday nights um we'll actually jump in on both sides i had a few console problems we seem to have worked out now um this week but um basically this coming week we actually have something special dave do you want to tell us we have a double dose of awesome uh which is uh we do have um the this is now an official match rather than the um the usual Friday night fights which we do, which is just, uh, you know, fans of the site and, and just a, a, an opportunity for all of us to get together yeah, yeah. and uh, frag the fuck out of each other. Um, <laughs> this week is uh, the official ones. Now, for people who don't know, uh, it, uh, as part of the uh, the Game Player Clan little crossover with uh, platforms, we have an official leaderboard that has been set up uh, by Cyrus and by uh, Snake Oz now. Basically, there are po- there's a point system involved with this. All of the details are under events on the uh, platform's yeah. fan page. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have uh, this week on Friday night, I think it's 8.30, is it? 8.30. Yeah. 8.30, uh, Friday night, we're doing the Xbox games. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Battlefield this week. Uh, because we wanted to get one out of the way because as of next week, every man and his dog is going to be playing Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I some of be. us might be playing <laughs> Split Second or other games. So... Um, uh, we'll be doing the 361 on Friday night and the PS3 one on Saturday night. Uh, at the same time, uh, I'm very sad that I won't be able to make uh, the uh, PS3 one because I was looking forward to raping everybody. <laughs> uh, uh, as amazing as it sounds, I actually have a date on Saturday night, so uh, I will not be making it. Um, but uh, we are actually working together to Sorry get... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such, a, such a huge occurrence. <laughs> Um, but we do have a, a grab bag of prizes that Josh and I are in the process of getting together. And these are going to be pretty substantial. There'll be at least a couple of games in there and some exclusive little bits and pieces that we're trying to uh, scavenge from various uh, distributors locally. So uh, what we're going to do is uh, there'll be a major prize for 360 and for PS3. Uh, anyone associated 
with the game player forums, uh, like mods and stuff like that, obviously can't win. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyone who's on this program can't win. But, you know, we're all going to get in there and kick your ass. Sorry, Dave. Uh, but oh, no, all... I'm not coming onto a leaderboard match. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but we're all going to get there and, uh, and just go out there. And I will rape the shit out of all of you this week. Uh, and then uh, I will let that naturally in turn go on to my Saturday night activities. Awesome. Yep. All right, guys. Well, look, uh, we're going to head out now. Thanks for showing up. It's been a really cool show. I've actually really enjoyed this one. Um, uh, we will see you all either on Friday um, or we will see you around the site. Feel free to jump in and comment. Um, that's what it's all about. So make sure you do that. Um, I'm saying good night, Dave. Seacrest out.